Tired of boring news? Fatuous facts? Ever heard of a snake worm? Butt science? Food crime? Estonian sports? Spanish art restoration? No facts. Just questions. Person in person. A news show. Subscribe. Please and thank you. Alrighty. Alrighty. Make sure we got that going. So pastor's doing its thing. Auditions doing its thing. And the bars are doing their herp derp derp derp. We're doing the herp de derp now. I'm ready. Derp a derp a deedly dumb. Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me, as they always do, are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Intercourse, Pennsylvania, (laughs) 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 it's Tim Hanson. What's up? (laughs) Giggity, giggity, goo. All right. It's the sex word. Uh, yeah. How's everyone doing? Uh, great. Pretty yeah, good. Awesome. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good after that solid intercourse reference? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just made my day a thousand times better. Dude, no, nothing knocks it out of the park in high school, like, reference it. Mike, did you guys know there's a town called Intercourse in Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> that, re- that really kills, man. Yeah. <laughs> The, my parents, my, not parents, my dad used to always make the joke, well, it's intercourse, climax, and and paradise, because you can't, like, I think mm-hmm. there's, like, three towns in PA that you can, like, go back to back to back and go to that, and he always made that joke. Yeah. And I'm like, dad, it's 2015, that's not funny anymore. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> you know what is funny is, um, in Sea Isle City, uh, right near uh, Landis Ave, there is a road right now that the closest road to the boardwalk is Paradise Ave. Uh, and as we have noted a few times since we've been down there, Paradise is a one-way street. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh... Social commentary, perhaps. Uh, welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Jesus H. Christ, guys, we are on session 47 of Rosé. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, 47 sessions, baby. And if you've listened to any of our previous 46 sessions before, uh, you know that by now that the premise of our program is that we answer questions from you, the gentle listeners, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of Rosé. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to those questions, we've got to discuss what wines we're drinking. We've got to. It's absolutely vital that we discuss it, what we are drinking. Is it, though? It is <laughs> integral to, the, con- it is integral to the, listen, the integrity of the show. My mom listens to this, <laughs> and she loves this part. Yeah. Can we confirm that your mom has listened in the last 18 months? Uh, no. <laughs> since since, since, uh, since she sent us that email about us cursing too much and we were like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Sean, uh, if your mom is listening, I'm sure she'd like, I'm sure she'd like to know what you're drinking. So what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Hallmark Channel Blush. Hell yeah. <laughs> so this is. Hallmark Channel Wines, which I didn't know was a subsidiary of the Hallmark Channel, presents Blush Rosé. Celebrating with friends and family just got a little more delicious. Our festive Blush Rosé is perfect pair is the perfect pairing while watching a Hallmark Channel original movies. Uh, this crisp, crisp and refreshing rosé has notes of wild strawberry and fresh white peaches. Bright, fresh, and lively fruit flavors come alive with delightful finish. Live, laugh, and blush. XOXO. Mm. Um, and it is incredibly sweet. Uh, it's just like juice. So I'm going to down this whole bottle and not think twice about it. Uh, nice. It's not my favorite kind of wine, you know, it's a little bit too sweet for me, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink it. I've seen that wine a million times and every time I consider getting it, 
But then I'm like, wait, is Hallmark problematic? Do I really want to support them? I Google <laughs> it. I Google it for five minutes, and then I'm just like, ah, it's not worth it. Whether is it is problematic, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are they canceled this week? Is yeah. That what I, mean? like, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't want to be supporting something that's problematic. You can't. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. We're using a Windows computer, and I'm sure if you are, I'm using a Windows computer. And I'm sure if I dig down the rabbit hole, it won't take very long for me to find something that Windows or, or Microsoft has done. Damn it, Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Bill I Gates mean, uh, was against uh, opening the patent for the vaccines. Yeah, and easier and, for and, uh, exactly. And yeah. he, you're going to find stuff. He, yeah. he was he was friends with uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Dude who. Uh, Killed himself. Mao Zedong. Yeah. Qu- <laughs> quote killed himself last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, no, no one's... Yeah, I'm not even going to do it. Uh, Rich, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking um, a a wine called uh, Wolfer Estates Summer in a Bottle. It's a rosé table wine from 2020, Long Island, New York. Uh, 12.8% alcohol bro volume. Um, I bought this... Because it makes a bold statement as to being summer in a bottle. And um, my first taste and smell of it, it's just smelled like yeast and tasted like wine. So nothing <laughs> special. Um, it smells like summer. It, 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 this, this is not summer to me. No, this come on. bold statement. Sprawled out on the beach with a towel, sunglasses on, and just lathering up your arms in yeast. And a loaf like, of bread. Me... Like, it's just, just... Yeah. It, to me, this doesn't taste very summer. Mm, sourdough. Tim, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking Jewel from Childress Vineyards, which is down in North Carolina. So I picked up a couple bottles of wine while I was down there. Um, it is a slightly bubbled dry rosé, and it is gross. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I, I love the description uh, because... It talks about the the owner of the vineyards uh, and how his most precious treasure is his one and only daughter, Tina Lynn. And much like the gem of his eye, the charismatic wine share, uh, shines wherever it goes. I mean, it looks shiny, but it's gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Uh, I am drinking uh, a rosé that I have had on this show before, but it is uh, I'm continuing the backlog that my my wonderful godmother uh, sent me for Christmas. Uh, it is Domaine Lubeck uh, from the Wilmot Valley, and I'm not going to mention the Oregon Trail thing because I get yelled at every time I bring up the Oregon Trail. This is the only thing that the Wilmot Valley is known for besides this rosé is the Oregon Trail, but every time I was like, oh, Matt, you mentioned that before. What a piece of shit, idiot. Why don't you go kill yourself? Hey, uh, hey so, Matt, you, you realize that saying you're not going to mention it is you mentioning it, right? Yeah, Matt, you no, know, no, no, it's not. Matt, you realize you've talked about the Wilmot Valley before, right? What What is the Wilmot Valley? I don't know. It's something about like Oregon Trail or something, right? Isn't that what you've said before? Is that like Sticky Bear Spelling or something? I don't understand what that game is. Chase didn't like a joke either. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't. You guys remember Sticky Bear Spelling? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no it was at Philip and James, Tim. It was on those computers. Everybody would like fight to get their homework done uh, or their classwork done quickly so they could go to the back computer and play fucking Sticky Bear Spelling. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Google was... it right now, but I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I uh, definitely never played this game. Oh uh, boy, well, easy. You didn't finish your you didn't finish your classwork fast enough. Yeah, Neither did really, I. I didn't give a shit. Neither did I, because there's always like the kids who are like like just blowing it on classwork, uh, just like just going through it as fast as possible. Be like, I'm gonna chill on the computer. Um, Rich, you have our first envelope of questions, correct? Yes, I do. All right. If you people want to get your questions answered on the air, you want to email it again to brosequestions at gmail dot com. Uh, but Rich, what is our first question? So uh, before I ask the first question, uh, this email comes with a disclaimer uh, that the following episodes were brought to you in part by a partnership between Emily Cooper and Kira Leaf. So there are going to be some some interesting questions here, I'm assuming. Uh, the first one, and I really like this one, is there anything you don't know and it's been too long to ask? Hmm. My wife's last name, uh, <laughs> uh, which is I because it's mine. Uh, so anything you you don't know and it's way too late to ask. There's like seven people I work with 
that I have no idea what the fuck their name is. <laughs> and they know exactly who I am, and I, I recognize who they are, but at no point was I in a position to have learned their name. Hmm. Mm. But I guess they learned mine, and now it's just like, <laughs> it's been five years. I can't ask you now. <laughs> That's it's, it's always names has to be like ninety five percent. Like this is Family Feud. This is, has to be the number one answer on the board. Like is, mm-hmm. is people's names from like coworkers or or close colleagues or something like that. Because at a certain point, it's like, oh, yeah, like you've been. It's you. All you can do is ruin the relationship by being like, so uh, what should I put you down for? Here? <laughs> all you can do yeah. is tank it. We had we had one guy who his workaround for it because he just didn't care was he called everyone sister and brother. Mm. I'm like George, do you even know my name? He's like, yeah. He starts those, with a T. Damn Scots! <laughs> like thanks, George. <laughs> uh, Sean, is there anything that you don't know that's too late for you to to find out? Too late to ask. Uh, I don't know how to change the oil in a car. Mm. And I'm 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 embarrassed by this fact because it's I feel like it's something that I should at least know how to do. Like I don't have to do it necessarily. It's never too late to ask that, though. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, unless you're, unless like you're drawing know that line now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should know by now, but I don't. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. It's magic of YouTube, though. That's true. That's it, it, true. Like, there are certain skills where you just feel like you feel self-conscious about, like, Man, I've never done this before. Like I knew people. Like there was a period where, like, I knew people who were like hanging their own drywall, and I was like, "Should should I know how to hang drywall?" <laughs> I was like, "Wait, this, this has never presented itself. Why would I ever need to know how to hang drywall?" But I still felt like self conscious about it in that moment because it's like somebody else has a, a practical skill that I simply don't. Mm-hmm. Rich, anything uh, anything like that for you? Things you don't know that you think it, it's too late to find out? Honestly, nothing's coming to mind at the moment. Um, like there are definitely a ton of things I don't know that I probably should, but nothing is really like, oh, I'm an idiot for not knowing that. I'll never know it at that po- this point. Maybe, um, how to tie a double Windsor knot. Cause I always try it online and I can just never get it. And so then mm. I always like, I, and it's not even, it's too late to ask. I just always have to rely on my dad and I'm like, I'm 32 years old. And I'm like, Daddy, tie my tie for me, please. Yeah, get one of those zip ties, like the the zipper ties, man. <laughs> I mean, I my uh, my brother goes bow ties, and he knows how to tie a freaking bow tie. Oh man, I'm jealous. I oh yeah, that's there's no way. He'll teach you. He loves teaching people how to tie bow ties, but yeah. he uh, like he makes fun of anybody who uses like uh, like slip on bow ties or whatever. Because he's like, if mm. I can tie a bow tie, anybody can tie a bow tie. <laughs> Well, some people, it's just like timing and never needing to wear one except for this one occasion, in which case, fuck you, you snob. (laughs) And it's like, I've been I've been to two weddings the past two months and I'm just realizing I freaking love wearing a suit and I Mm. don't get to wear it that often. Yeah. Suits are legit. I'm a little disappointed that like uh, workplaces it's a double-edged sword, but like workplaces have relaxed their uh, their dress code so much, especially like in the finance industry, because it used to be mm-hmm. that everyone would wear a suit to work, and like I feel so powerful in a suit, <laughs> like <laughs> you can't stop me. Oh yeah, look, look, I'll I'll wear a suit to social events. I do not want to wear a suit for work. As much as I love wearing a suit, mm. I do not want to wear a suit for work. But social events. I'm all for it. It certainly lends itself to some gravitas. I, I've noticed that too, Sean, because I, w- I would wear, like if I was interviewing or doing something like formal at work, um, I would wear like a suit and tie and, you know, it'd get a little bit a little bit more gussied up than I would on a normal day. And we're business casual at the offices that, that I've worked at. And like everybody would just, like people I didn't know who I knew were like my peer or, or comparable to that were like, how's it going, sir? Like, not, not <laughs> sir, but like they, they were like not in their head. I'm like, oh, they think I'm like a like a muckety muck exec. And I'm like, nah, dude, I I, I work downstairs. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm down I'm down here with you guys. I'm like, the, the best perk of my job is as close as, as being as close as I am to the cafeteria. Yeah. Like I'm, mm. I'm mad at myself for not getting pictures from the wedding last weekend because I looked dope as fuck wearing my pinstripe suit. Like pinstripes, baby. Yeah, and I've worn that suit twice before then: my grandmother's funeral and Sean's wedding. So, 
I never get to wear it. And I've owned it for, uh, Sean, how long have you been married? That's a great question. I'm too afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's uh, since 2017. I know that I only, the only reason I know what year I was married is because I was married on January 7th of 2017. Yeah. I should I should have thought of it this way. I bought it right before my 25th birthday, and I'm 32, so seven years. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've Not had this suit. Years. I've had this suit for seven years, and I've only gotten to wear it twice, three times. So some so something I want I want to I've wanted to know or learn, and it's too late now. Is the drums? I would love – we had drums when I was in high school. My my brother played drums, and I tried to play drums. I just never got it and didn't bother to practice it enough. And now, look, man, I, we're not getting a drum set. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a complete non-starter. That's the end of my marriage if I'm like, yo, this is it. I'm getting a drum set, and well, we're putting it in the garage. There's no way. Yeah, I like, think bye, you, maybe, maybe if you had a basement that you could soundproof one room. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. – that's a, that's a, that's a big ask. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing like you know me me practicing you know for months and months, years and years, and finally going to play like Brian Storm by the Arctic Monkeys, and <laughs> my wife coming downstairs being like, "We have four kids or something." Like that. You can't, <laughs> you can't just can't be doing that now. A, 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 a legit drum set not only is it an end to your marriage; it's an it's an increase to your uh, homeowners association fees because. Oh, well, I, I mean, the homeowners association can go right to hell. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's no way. Uh, the, the one thing I have I have learned to do very easily is immediately uh, become a homeowner association griper. So uh, <laughs> they they can try to crank up my fees all they want. But it's just it's just simply too it's simply too late. Like I, I, I is not going to be able to do that right now. Have you ever thought about getting like the electric set that you can just connect to your computer or and no. put in the headphones? And or is that just too impossible? I don't care. It, it, that's it's, it's not it's, the all, same, it's, man. It's not the same. I, I mean, I, I would I would enjoy. I think what I would enjoy is knowing that I could do it. And then also like the visceral joy of like, just like just bashing it out. Cause like a yeah. lot of the stuff that I want to play on the drums is like heavier, hard rock stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not in it for like as, as easy jokes here, but I'm not in it for like the jazz fills. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, in, I'm in it to, you know, to do the double bass rolling and everything like that. And it's just not the same on an electric drum pad. So uh, I will, I will be content with the instruments that I know, which is guitar and uh, a little bit of piano. And of course, uh, mouth harmonica. Everybody take a drink because Matt mentioned jazz. Mm. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I listened to jazz while I was working today. I made a concerted <laughs> effort. I was going to put on some jazz. So I listened to uh, yeah, Amazon Prime gross. Music's Jazz Station. <laughs> now, by the way, for the listeners, Tim's reaction was to his wine, not to the jazz. <laughs> it's, Correct. It was, I enjoy jazz. I was going to yeah. say it was to both, but fine. Uh, yeah, any, hell yeah. Anything else that you guys are basically too afraid to ask uh at this point in your life i don't think so Hmm. that's hard to know what i don't know yeah Hmm. i think it's it's uh, these kind of questions i feel are more like i was today years old when i learned yeah type situation like there's going to be stuff that pops up and i'm just like oh my god i should have known this for so long but i'm also that inadequacy that we that you you think about when you think about like when you when you're considering all the stuff that you don't know, that inadequacy sort of goes away as you get older because you're just like, fuck it, hey, whatever. Like I don't have time <laughs> for this. Like, mm-hmm. I, and, you don't. And then like, there are things like in a political sense or a world news sense that I'm just like, I kind of do want to ask, and mm-hmm. not that it's not too late, but I just won't remember tomorrow. So should I ask? Like I I don't want to be disrespectful and not remember like the three hour conversation me and somebody had. Because I just know I'm not going to remember it because it's just going to be too much. Rich, what is our next question? Uh, our next question um, requires opening of Addendum 2. And while you guys are doing that, I will read it because it is from uh, Charlie Brem. So you know it's going to be long. Uh, <laughs> imagine for a second. I love you, Charlie. Imagine for a second you are a warrior princess. Fully capable of fighting your own battles. But some things are simply beneath you. Which of these champions do you choose to slay your enemies and defend your people when you're just not feeling it i guess i'm the only one who's opened it (laughs) well i opened it and uh the subheading for potential champions is they're muppets (laughs) 
I appreciate Charlie whipping this up. Uh, he, he informed me earlier today that he might have a question, but he wasn't sure he'd get it in in time uh, because there was a visual element. And we are now looking at the visual element, which is a five <laughs> five slide PowerPoint of Muppets. <laughs> so we have, uh, yeah, it's PowerPoint. It's uh, Sweetums, New Zealand, who I, I don't think I've ever heard about, but he uh, is a fancy dude holding a fish. Um, Crazy Harry. Looks like he's holding a TNT plunger. He blows things up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Beauregard, um, who's walking around with a mop and anvil, and he's like... He's the janitor. I, yeah, I guess he's a janitor. I don't remember half... I don't remember the, the bottom three. I only remember Sweetums, because I love... Charlie Sweetums. picked, like, the most chaotic Muppets. Yeah, I know Crazy Harry, <laughs> and I know Sweetums. I don't know the other two. I don't know the other two, but I'm definitely going with Beauregard because he's just like walking around with an anvil like it's yeah. nothing. No, why, 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 why does he have an anvil? anvil? <laughs> don't chuck it at somebody in my defense. Oh, God. He's just like, I'm going to end this battle real quick and then I'm going to use this mop to clean up your blood because it's he's rude gi- to make somebody else clean up a mess I made. He's giving me serious Rafiki vibes where he's like very unassuming, but he's got the mop and I'm mm-hmm. sure he's kicked a few asses with that mop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, give me uh, Beauregard with Lou Zealand being a close second. <laughs> Why? Uh, distance. Dude, dude can create spacing with that fish. Yeah. If, if he's, I'm assuming. Are you shitting me right now? He throws assuming, boomerang fish. Yeah, if he's throwing boomerang fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all about gap control. <laughs> he's a zoner. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a zoner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the, in the in the third strike tournament, he's a zoner. <laughs> Uh, Tim, who would you go with? Oh, I'm totally going Beauregard. Okay. All right. So, Sean, Sean, you also went Beauregard, right? I think I'm going to go with Beauregard, just because, like you said, like he's holding that anvil like it's, like it's nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. What chaos can this guy rot? <laughs> yeah. With one arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Sweetums. Um, okay. I just I can't I can't uh I can't turn on on my man Sweetums. I've seen mm. there was an episode of the ABC Muppets Office show where he ate a dog and then three scenes later regurgitated it fully and it went running across the the table. And I'm just like, you know what? That just makes Sweetums my man for everything. <laughs> Listen, callbacks are great. <laughs> and they they are. They're the best. Um so it's going to be Sweetums and uh it's, I, I will second Beauregard if I need a a middle line guy. <laughs> so it's a three Beauregards. Uh, everybody caping for a Muppet that we've never heard of before right now. But we're certain, and I don't blame all any of us, we're certain that the dude can whoop some ass. But, like, you don't want Crazy Harry because, like, just look at those eyes. He's going to blow up your fucking castle. And- Not my castle. He's going to blow up the castle he's in, and if he's defending you, he's blowing up your castle. Uh, I mean, maybe. He could also be blowing up a moat as the as the, the Cavaliers are going across. He could be blowing up the moat and just dropping them all into the piranhas. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's your second. Just in case Beauregard gets overpowered, he mm. blows up the line to, like, <laughs> cave in the cave. Yeah. I'm, what I'm picturing is if you're using all four of them, you've got... You've got uh, Lou Zealand up in like the the tower throwing the fish. You've got <laughs> Take Bo- a fish. Beauregard up at the front line, and not Beauregard. Uh, Sweetums up at the front lines, uh, absorbing contact, being like your your tank. He's a tank. Yeah, Crazy Harry is just setting shit up while Sweetums is absorbing blows, and then you've got Beauregard as your last line of defense. So yeah, so <laughs> Sweetums is the barbarian. Uh, Beauregard is the fighter paladin, probably. Um, you got Lou Zealand as your ranger, and then you have um, I, I closed it. I can't remember his name. Um, crazy Harry. Crazy Crazy Larry as the wizard. Harry. Harry. Yeah. Crazy Harry is the wizard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. I blow shit up. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, great question as always, Charlie. You've done yourself once again. Uh, Rich. <laughs> yes. What is our next question? Our next question. Um. If you were in a new town alone, would you go exploring or stay in the place you know? Why would you choose what you choose? I mean, if it's a new town and I'm alone, what do I know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you kind of... Your apartment or your home, I guess. Yeah. 
I'm going. There are certain ways. Like, I'm sure you like you would wind up like carving out a path to being like, okay, I need to go to the grocery store. I need to go to the you know maybe the gas station if you've got a car there or something like that. There's probably like four or five checkpoints that you would have to establish right away. But you, I mean, you could easily just stay on that beaten path and just go to those four or five places and just have blinders to everything else. I guess. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, technically, you would be exploring by default. Because otherwise you just wither up in your your, your place and, and just shrivel. But yeah, I mean it. It depends on what the definition of uh you're in a new town. Like if I move to a new town, it's definitely exploring. But if I'm like going on vacation and hanging out with my buddy who lives in Manhattan, Kansas, I'm sticking with him and and going where he goes. Or like down in the Outer Banks, I'm not I'm not gonna explore because I don't know the area. I'm going to stay in my house and go to the food line that's right across the street from where I'm staying. Yeah, vacationing is definitely different because you're, you're going to a location for a reason and you're only mm-hmm. there for a couple of days. You're going to maximize your fun. Like if you're if you're on a road trip, then sure, go explore. Uh, if you're going to like a resort town, uh, yeah, you're, or like going to Vegas, like no, you don't be like, you know what? I want to see what's off the strip in Vegas. Mm. Like, no, no, you don't, you yeah. don't want any part of that. <laughs> um, but if you're living somewhere, I, I think I would like, you know, in Pittsburgh, I would just wander around aimlessly. And then, you know, I get mugged. I, that didn't happen. I didn't get mugged. Uh, <laughs> but, but like, I just wander around aimlessly in Pittsburgh. Like I go to like Bloomfield or I'd, I'd go, um, walk up to Oakland or walk through the South side or something like that. Like if I just had an afternoon, I'd, you know, pop in my headphones and take a walk. Um, when I lived in Newark, there were, I, I got like a year into living in Newark when I realized like, oh, there's like a bunch of odd little shops on main street that I didn't know about. Like, oh, just pop in here and see what I, I found blue hen comics that way. I found like an organic grocer that way. I found, uh, like a good, like off the sort of offbeat kind of restaurant that had some weird beers and some weird, like, you know, Korean barbecue chicken and waffles, which was like amazing. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have found it if I hadn't just like bumped around on main street for a while. So I think I would explore, uh, but it would take me some time. It wouldn't just be like, all right, this weekend, I'm just going to hit every borough in the city that I'm in. Uh, it, w- it, w- it would take some time. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think uh, I would probably, I like, like when I go on vacation, I like to I'll wake up early because I don't sleep too well when I'm in like a different place and I'll wake up early and then just like go for a walk and just kind of figure my way around the neighborhood I'm in. And I, I think that's like super, uh, I don't know. I just, I find it like, it's just really interesting to see what's around. Mm-hmm. And usually everything's kind of in a grid system. So you don't really get lost, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And also we all have phones now, so mm-hmm. you're what? never truly lost. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. So I think if, if I didn't have a phone, this might be different. Like I might be mm-hmm. a little bit more hesitant to like truly go exploring, but um, like even at my job, there's like this trail through the through a, a park near my near my job. And I would go and I, you know, you walk the past most I've walked the path most of the time. But sometimes I just like walk into the woods mm-hmm. and just see what's out there. And mm-hmm. I found like a little house with people <laughs> just living their lives yeah. off the grid. They're gnomes. That, they have that hats. Didn't happen. But I did find like the remains of a house. <laughs> but it's like cool mm. shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. I do like I like exploring. You know, maybe you get a tick, but yeah. you found something cool. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a tick. Yeah, <laughs> you got a new friend. <laughs> maybe you get a tick. Maybe maybe you get a tick. Big deal. Then you come home and you have Lyme disease. Like whatever. And I mean, like <laughs> whatever. you like, and your like leg falls off or something. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know how Lyme disease works. Yeah, exactly. So it's gangrene. It's the same thing. (laughs) Uh, Any other thoughts on exploring or not exploring a new town or city? Exploring Mm. is fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do it. Set some time aside. Uh, Especially now that we're allowed to do shit again. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Fully vaccinated, baby, when this comes out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, by the time this one comes out, full inoculation here for the Brose podcast. Uh, and the CDC has also said, like, it's over, guys. <laughs> let, let <laughs> really, me, just wait, just waving the green flag. Go, good job, go, everybody. Go. Let yeah. me tell you, it was weird being at the wedding this past weekend, which was just after the CDC said, if you're fully vaccinated, you mm-hmm. don't have to wear a mask indoors at all. And no one was wearing a mask. I'm assuming some of those people weren't fully. Va- I know a few of them weren't fully vaccinated, and they still weren't wearing masks. But it was just 
like it was so weird to like see a group of 80 to 100 people not with a mask dancing around having a good time mm-hmm. yeah it's, yeah it was crazy it's gonna, gonna be an adjustment yeah uh, rich what's next Next is, um, what do you think you need to clean or take care of before leaving an Airbnb? I think the same stuff that I do when I leave a hotel room. Maybe not. Because I I think, like, sometimes I'll leave, like, the bed, like, kind of a mess in a hotel room. Whereas I feel feel weird in an Airbnb because it's, like, someone's house. Mm -hmm. So I feel weird just, like, leaving shit for them to clean up. So I'm, like... Even though I'm almost 100%, they're going to like take all the sheets off and wash them. I'm still like, let's put mm-hmm. the, let's make the bed. <laughs> yeah. Let's put everything back where it was. Mm-hmm. Like they don't come through and just like have like a, a checklist that they do. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel obligated to clean what they, what they lay out in the listing. And nothing more. Because <laughs> uh, look, man, I, this is part of the appeal of traveling for me. Like, and, and this is also I, not in an attempt to be an asshole. Because in most cases, they do have a maid service or a cleaning service or something like that that comes in, makes the bed, you know, disinfects everything, cleans it up, everything like that. But like for the rest of the time, like you're you're the every second that you spend doing something that's a little bit more is time that I'm not spending enjoying the thing that I paid to stay at. So I, I, in my mind, if they, if they want me, I will do absolutely everything on their list. We've stayed uh, at an Airbnb in the Poconos a couple of times. And, uh, and look, if they, they want me to take the trash or the recycling around the corner, down the bend to, to whatever dumpster, I'll do it. Like I will do everything possible to make that easier. And I will do those jobs. Well, wash all the dishes, make sure all that's done. Uh, but that's about it. And, and like, mm-hmm. and like obvious messes, like, I'm not going to like take a, like a, can of pizza sauce dump it on the counter and be like that's not what you said it's not what and they like run out the door but like like obvious stuff like that but like i'm that's that's about it like i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go all I'm insane trying to make sure the place is spotless mm-hmm. yeah i think the only time i've really gone consistently overboard I, I'm, I'm pretty much the same way like what are they asking me to do that's it uh but anytime i've gone up to the poconos not necessarily Airbnb, but renting a house for the weekend. Uh, it's like, all right, we're going to shove 20 people into this house that is not designed for 20 people yeah. for three to four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've always, like, on that last day, it's just like, all right, we've still got 15 guys. Uh, you do this, you do Where this. Where the other five go? <laughs> you always lose five guys. You, yeah, it's not, you know, some, yeah. somebody always leaves on Sunday. Somebody always oh, leaves okay. Saturday, and then, like other people show up. So it's just like it just sounded some, ominous. Yeah, every yeah. trip there's I, I, like yeah. there's like a casualty list. Listen, freshmen are delicious you. if you cook them right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, th- I think that's the only we we literally got an email from the one house. That was uh, said, uh, thank you for cleaning. We're pretty sure it's cleaner now than before you got here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Like, we were cleaning up stuff. And as we're like, we went under the deck. We It was an elevated deck. But we went under there and, like, started picking up bottle caps. And it's like, did we have Corona? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we had Corona. Oh, well, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Keep cleaning up after dogs you didn't bring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But for the most part, it's just like, don't leave it a complete pigsty. Make sure you meet the minimum of whatever the agreement is that you're paying in for. And honestly, anything beyond that, nah, how much of a pain in the ass is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't so, tell me to take out the trash, but if I realize the trash is at the end of the driveway, I'm probably going to take out the trash. I, I'm still stuck on the uh, the the freshmen who are just gone after the weekend. <laughs> so like, like, talk to their family and just be like, yeah, we're really sorry about, uh, about Blaze, you know. <laughs> the... Um, they did keep our security deposit, and we were wondering if maybe look, Blaze was there for two days. Like, <laughs> could you spot us? Yeah, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. So, <laughs> I'm not saying you have to, but I, I do want to just throw it out there. Uh, I, Rich, what's I, your Airbnb I, protocol? <laughs> I want to meet this Blaze. He sounds like an interesting fellow. <laughs> well, he can't because he's dead now. <laughs> oh shit, rip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, he's not. He's not on the reservation. I, I'm similar with you guys. Like it'll be whatever they ask, but it'll also be like personal messes. Like it. it like obviously they're gonna say do the dishes that you use, but I'm gonna do the dishes I use. I'm gonna take the trash out that I I generate, whether they ask to or not. 
Um, I might go a little above where I won't make the bed, but I'll pull all the sheets off and pile everything together from that bed so that this way it's like all done and ready for them to just start doing it. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's whatever they ask us to do, I'll do and probably vacuum on top of that because I've just always been told to vacuum before you leave. <laughs> I'm also team vacuum because honestly, I find vacuuming to be the easiest job possible, but it also looks the best after you're done because you've got those satisfy like the satisfying topsoil gone mm-hmm. and like it's just clean the streaks of the wheels on the, the carpet. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. just for me, it's like it's a nothing it's not a nothing job. It's time consuming. But for me, it's like, dude, I'd rather be doing this than like 95% of household chores. Uh, and and nobody else seems to like it. Because I remember I worked at my restaurant gig. I'd always volunteer to do the vacuuming at the end. And they'd be like, oh, that's so nice of you, Matt. I'm like, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yanking the vacuum under the tables like an idiot. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. It's an easy, for me, it's an easy job. And it's an easy, it's an easy W. I, I would much rather vacuum than sweep. So, Oh hell yeah! Like Easily. when when yeah. I when I sweep and clean my kitchen, I sweep mm-hmm. it into the living room and then vacuum it up. I don't even sweep it off from a dustpan. Get it on the carpet first, and then it's, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Rich, what do we got next? What do we got next? Let me unlock my phone to tell you. Uh, if I'm still looking at Crazy Harry, by the way, <laughs> I, I gotta get this slideshow out of my screen. Please go ahead. Uh, if you were in a scenario where you were stranded and cannibalism of a person who died from exposure was the only means of survival, do you think your survival instincts would allow you to do it? Well, as I learned from Blaze, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the calves are the are the tender part. <laughs> the delicious. No, I can't do it. A person who died from exposure, like like radiation poisoning. No, no like, being, like being out in the cold. Like or, being in the sun oh, oh. cold. Or, yeah. No. <laughs> no, still no. Look, like even if you told me they were like a shithead in real life, like like if you told me like the guy that I died with, like yo, it's a shame that he died, but he was also like a grand wizard in the clan. I'd still be like, yeah, no, it's still a human <laughs> I- being. I would have a really, really hard time doing it. I don't know if I could. I think because I was initially, I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like you got to live. But then, I, but like the more I think about it, the harder I think it would legitimately be for yeah. me to like dissociate myself that much. But I also yeah. have never been in a situation where I felt like I was gonna die. So I don't know if that. I don't know what kind of motivation that gives you. Look, I've played enough survival games and I've watched enough Bear Girls to know that there's a bug anywhere to eat. No matter <laughs> where you are, you can eat a bug. So I'll just wait until I, I, I'll look for the bugs. Until I find that one bug. <laughs> I'll look for that bug and that singular bug that'll feed me for three days. And just I'm not going to eat a body like. Yeah. And here's another consideration. Like, what kind of life are you living if you've managed to survive, but you have to live the rest of your life thinking about the time you ate a human being? Yeah, like like are, yeah. you're living like at most like sixty percent of a life at yeah. that point because you just you just be you become like you just become a husk as you keep reliving this moment for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, or you become a highly renowned uh, psychologist, or yeah, it's like you <laughs> a psychologist. Yeah, uh, just to, oh to get over it. It was a Hannibal joke, Matt. Oh, sorry, it's, I, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, if you become a highly renowned psychologist and just become the most famous cannibal of all time, then you're fine. Uh, cool. Tim? Uh, Tim? <laughs> uh, I, th- I, I kind of came at this the same way Sean did and I was like, hell yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? Um, but I feel like I wouldn't be able to do it all in, all in one go. Like I, I, I'd... all in one go <laughs> as in like. Well, clearly, you have to separate the meat from the body mm-hmm. and then prepare the meat and yeah. then eat it. I feel like there's certain sections of that where I would just be like, yep, this went too far. And then I'd have to like walk away <laughs> yeah, and then come back after I've separated the kneecaps out of, out of whatever. It's always hard uh, to break the wishbone <laughs> to like really get in there. <laughs> like cracking open that rib cage and then yeah. just being like, ah, this liver is gonna be great for breakfast (laughs) and if good eats taught me anything is that you have to season under the skin uh where the muscles are because otherwise (laughs) like you're just just putting it on the the salt and pepper is just gonna be on the skin like you're not getting it in the meat 
Yeah, like I got to make sure I get all the hair off. So that's yeah. I'm trying to survive, but I'm not trying to. I'm not a a monster here. It's got to be well seasoned and and taste good. (laughs) Yeah. So like I I, push comes to shove. Uh, yeah, I'd probably do it, but it would definitely fuck me up. And then it also depends on the type of exposure. Like if it's sun exposure on a deserted island that's too hot, like they're going to go bad fast that you have to cook them all at one time and hope that it preserves it long enough after cooking. So that's a lot of body that you got to chop up and start broiling. Um, if it's in the, if you're in like the, 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 um, the tundra, uh, Liam Neeson told me that there's always going to be wolves attacking you in the tundra. So you just (laughs) fist fight them and you should be fine without having to eat the body. Cause you get to eat a wolf. Exactly. Man, Love Actually was such a good movie. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on cannibalism? Mm-mm. Delicious. It's... Yeah. Mm. Tastes like chicken. Mm. Uh, Rich, what do we got next? Uh, if you were going to make a piece of media, what genre would it be and what form of media? I don't know. What media are we going to make, guys, on the Brose podcast? <laughs> Think of pottery. Pottery, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I could yeah. throw some clay. Let's go. Throw some clay. Uh, outside of of podcasting or like radio or whatever, I would probably make an album uh, because I actually I, I haven't written a full song in quite some time. Um, but back in my day, I I have written enough songs that I could. It wouldn't be very good. But I could put out an album if I wanted to. There is a, there uh, is a song of yours, Matt, that I rem- I don't remember. So I don't remember any of yeah. the words or what it sounds like. But I do yeah. remember that I liked it a lot. Thanks, and man. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be, so it might Matt, be we, need, we need you to play your entire repertoire. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me just crack this bad boy out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I probably would do that because I, I know more about how to like lay down an album and like put, you know, do all the multi-tracking and everything. I know the most about how to do that. And I've written enough songs where I could probably do that the easiest. Um, and I've never been, I, I, I don't know. Like I've always been attracted to just like pure audio mediums, which is why I like podcasting and radio and music. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Same. <laughs> Same. Like I, I, I always think of the idea of like putting out YouTube videos, but then it's always the fact that it's like, Oh, people are going to want to see my face. Mm. <laughs> No. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. You come up with a cute avatar. Yeah, there, there are VTuber. Right, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be corpse husband. <laughs> My voice doesn't go that low, like, but, mode. but I'm thinking like acapella groups, like acapella videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm. That's kind of where I see my niche, as far as like if I was doing it by myself. Anything mm. else would require people who can do instrumental stuff, like you. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Eh. I'd, Probably that. I, I still stand that. Uh, uh, I will stand for a VTube Tim acapella <laughs> channel. Like, All right. I got a gripe. What the fuck is Stan? Stan from the Eminem song. He's like, it's like. Stalker fan. Stalker fan. All right. Don't stalk me, but also <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's like, I, I, I. They use it as like I'm a strong supporter, not like I'm a fucking psychopath. I'm gonna <laughs> right. drive off the br- drive off a bridge with my girlfriend in the trunk. <laughs> Look, you'll turn around to it just like you did with Yeet. Okay, it'll just take no. some time. No, I won't. <laughs> no. no, I won't. No, it's distinctly possible, but I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Rich, um, what form of media would you make? Yeah. A cooking show. Okay. Yeah, I just, I it, it's either a cooking show or like a comedy gaming channel or show where like it's much to the. I don't know if you have any of you have ever heard of these guys, but they're called uh, Neebs Gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually shared one of their videos on Facebook uh, the other day, where they're just they're stupid funny guys that play like different open world video games and like the multiplayer survival games and just. They're, like their show is just funny and fun to watch, and so like I've always like wanted even before I knew about them to do something like that where it's like just me and a couple of friends bullshitting but playing these games where like sometimes ridiculous things happen and like make a show out of it like this it's like exactly what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the besides, Let's Play series. Yeah, basically. It's a comedy Let's Play. Uh, yeah. But also just a cooking show, because I love cooking, and I've been wanting to do a cooking show for, like, years. Rosé Bistro. Mm-hmm. Still yes. has legs. I, I mean, <laughs> if I can get a good uh, good computer to edit video and a, a decent camera, I can definitely do the Rosé Bistro. Uh, Sean, what form of media would you uh, make in your genre? Or I would like to write a book. Mm. I think that would be... That's always that's something that I'm like my like I know people who have written books and they weren't very good but like I could do that you know what I mean yeah. like I've, <laughs> I've had those moments where I'm like I can write a book if yeah. you can write a book I can write a book so I think I'd like to um and it's just uh it's just like something that's always like just rattling around in my brain it's just the the amount of the amount of con- like focus that you have to have I guess for that extended period of time because it's like or just a really long thing. I don't. I don't know that I can right now. I don't have like the headspace to do it. But I. I would like to be able to in the future. You want to write a like a, like a novel, work of fiction or nonfiction? Yeah, probably work of fiction. I don't know. Or I, if I get really into something, I could write a nonfiction book about it. So mm. yeah, I do remember that uh, it, it is. It is interesting when you see like some of the stuff that gets published and be like, I could do that because like I, I had a, I had a friend of mine who years ago like her her mother published a book and her mother was a very sweet woman. Uh, this girl was very nice. Uh, the book had typos on like the third page, uh, <laughs> like like, like oh, gratuitous no. typos and poor grammar. And I was just like, oh, it's cool that you wrote a book. I have not I'm not taking away from the from the accomplishment of having put together a book because I I don't know if I've got the 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 tenacity to do that but at the same time look it's not I, we, good <laughs> we could do it like you could do it like this is this is one of those like the bar is low. you can put something out there and and have it be a compelling piece of, of of writing and it doesn't necessarily have to be the i's are literally not dotted the t's are not crossed i mean mm-hmm. if, oh. and if you want to make good money doing it you write something very conservative um and then take it off uh, sale being on sale, and everyone will buy it right away. All the all the red state people will buy it right away, so that uh, you make that good money after it's being uh, canceled. Mm-hmm. Or you write smut, smut that sells, too. smut sells, smut always sells. Yeah, or both together. Mm, some conservative, <laughs> Ooh, conservative smut. Conservative yeah. smut. How would that go? Yeah. Ooh, her ankles. <laughs> yeah. uh, how would that go when we like we haven't had Matt Gates in the news for the last six weeks? <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, new topic. <laughs> uh, Rich, what's next? Uh, do you fellas know what time it is? I don't know. Nine thirty-eight. Inform us. It definitely nice. is nine thirty-eight, but it's also america's favorite show time the road show wheel of road show <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah. wheel of road show i don't know yeah. that one sorry road show yeah uh, that's what i meant i didn't say anything else so you fellas should have gotten addendum one sent to you um this is the game where we play the or we uh look at an item from the famous pbs show the antiques road show uh we try to take a guess at what the item is uh, and what it's worth and what it's used for. Um, and whoever is the closest gets to assign drinks and such. Uh... All right. This is I know this is what this is uh, right off the bat. Um, this crap. is this is <laughs> a rejected artifact from the Indiana Jones original movie series from the 80s. Uh, this is a prop from the movie that never got used. It is worth fifty dollars. <laughs> this is all right. Who wants to be in the Brose players? <laughs> this is legitimately the first thing I'm like. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, like, yeah it looks like, like it looks like a rock with zippers on it. Yeah, I thought it was maybe like a replica of something, or I mean, it's very strange looking. Uh, the zipper, uh, it does look like zippers. I don't, I don't know. They almost look like barracudas. It's it's the basis of all the clothes from the Kingdom Hearts series. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say it's the basis zip. for the darkness in Destiny. Because that's what their ships look like. The yeah. pyramids. True. Uh, so it's like, a, trying to describe this to people, it's almost like a lopsided pyramid. I don't really know how to describe that. It almost looks uh, like, the, you know, the thing that you put in shoes to keep the shape until you buy them? Like, uh, <laughs> like the big wooden uh, a little things? Bit, but more yeah, triangular. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a little more triangular, but like it's angled downward, like sloping downward towards, I mean, the way it's angled, it's towards us. But like it's a very, it's like, um, 
what kind of triangle is that? It's not a isosceles. It's almost like a right triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's closer to a right triangle, except that that like short, the the vertical end is not quite a ninety degree. Yeah, I so just don't it, know how to describe that. So, what do you guys think it is? Fuck, <laughs> this one's hard. It it doesn't mm-hmm. look like anything. It looks like a piece it's, of something. It's yeah. I don't know what the base material is, but it clearly looks like either some piece, like super thin piece of wood or bamboo, was used to create what some sort of fish looking things and are like inlaid on top of it coming from the back to the front. Like those are clearly a separate thing put onto this, mm. but what is it? Fuck. I don't know. A ceremonial uh, doorstop. <laughs> there yes. you go. Got to keep those doors open during the ceremony. <laughs> I'm going to go with something, some weird Aztec thing. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to go Aztec, but we, we, anytime we get something like this, where it looks like it might be like an ancient Central American or South American thing, we always default to Mayan or Aztec. I'm going Incan. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going That's with the, the only fair. other one that I know, which is the Incans, <laughs> just to, just to get off the board a little bit. And I'm, uh, I'm going two five. Two five. All right. Uh, I'll say this is oh boy. This sucks. Uh, I'm going to say this is worth five grand. Oh man. And I, and I and I think it's um it's not actually a reject from the Temple of Doom set. It's uh it's. <laughs> I don't know the 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 the, cat, the cop out answer is it's like a religious artifact, but I, I honestly think that's what it is. So go with an Incan religious artifact, five grand. I think it's the shark fin from Jaws, like just the shark. <laughs> that was my that, second guess. The fin that would just go <laughs> through the water, and I think it is worth ten thousand dollars. Ten grand. Oof. So, ten grand for the rock. So for this rock. So what you guys see here is the um, the hermit crab god's original shell mm-hmm. before it molted into another hermit crab shell which mm-hmm. happened to just be a boot and yeah. that killed the hermit crab god this this track so far um, yeah, i'm on board and i'm gonna say uh thirty five hundred dollars oh man i was hoping it would be like it would be like half a mil <laughs> just, i th- just i thought i thought about I thought about going over thirty, but I was like, "Nah, thirty-five hundred instead of there thirty thousand. All right, so we're all uh, ten grand and under. Um, now, uh, my understanding is that there are three members of the Brose <gasps> players this week, and uh, I'm going to make shit. I'm going to immediately step away from this. Uh, I want to be the appraiser. All right, what are the options? Uh, the appraiser, guest one, and guest two. All right, I'll be guest two. I guess I'll be guest one then. All right, we got guest one, guest two, and appraiser. And action. Well, I have to say, we thought we were so embarrassed we when we got there because we kept going. Well, we don't know anything about it. What are we going to say? Should we bring, even bring it? So we didn't even know if we were going to bring it. And Grandpa brought it at the flea bought it at the flea market. What about? Yeah, say twenty twenty five years ago. <laughs> yeah. So it was bought at the flea market here in California. Yeah, in San Jose. He went every Sunday, as long as I can remember, and went to the flea market every morning. Well, what you have here, what your grandfather found, is an exceptionally rare Eskimo hunting helmet. Well, can I interject something here? (laughs) (laughs) He's just from Louisiana all of a sudden. (laughs) You can, Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Oh, shit. I say, I say. Foghorn Leghorn ass. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Tim. All right, I can't keep doing that voice. I'm just going to die from laughter. Maybe I can. This is really wonderful. No, I can't because my father went to Alaska when he was a young person. I would say 16, 17 years old and always had an interest in Alaska and suspected that this might have come from the Aleutians or something like that. Well, it actually comes from an area just south of the Aleutian Islands. There are, in fact, less than 25 of these known to exist in the world today. Coincidentally, there have been, in the 22 years I've been in this business, four of these in the marketplace. These are very magical objects to the Eskimo people. They were used when they were hunting out in the ocean, the Arctic Ocean, to hunt sea mammals. And they imbued tremendous spirituality and spirit in these helmets. And they were actually made to sort of replicate the animals that they were going to be hunting. The object is made from a single piece of wood that is quite miraculously split, steamed, and bent, and then sewn with sinew, and then decorated with ivory, showing animal figures here, and here we have a little Russian trade bead eyes insert in the middle. It has little condition problems, it's missing a few things, however, 
Given how rare this object is, in the last year there have been two of these sold at public auction. There was one at my ga- there was one that my gallery purchased. We purchased the example for sixty six thousand American dollars. We were we were the underbidder at one hundred and forty thousand American. This example is a little needs a little restoration. It does. It has scotch tape on it. I noticed somebody's done quite a restoration job with scotch tape here. That's grandpa. That's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it obviously holds a high position in your house. With restoration, I would anticipate the retail value is in the neighborhood of sixty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars. Well, that's wonderful. Do I have to ask how old is this? This is from the very early nineteenth century, perhaps eighteen twenty. We almost decided to go home before even showing you this. Congratulations! Oh my goodness! Thank you. Oh, Donald! Thank you. End scene. I quit. That's a lot of money. I quit the roadshow. I quit the roadshow. A lot of money for that rock. <clears throat> That's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, <laughs> the 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 Eskimo, huh? Uh, not 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 what I had. Although, nope. Well, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. You see the es- to hunt the seal. The, the Eskimos worship the hermit crab. Is what it was. That's what I was getting. <sighs> mm, yes, I said yes. it was the shark from Jaws. It's a fin. <laughs> yes, indeed. So who who uh, who gets the highest? Because <sighs> my I did know it was off by fifty five thousand dollars. My instinct was thirty thousand dollars. I still would have been off by thirty to thirty thirty to forty thousand dollars. That's the Brose special. Is like to to guess correctly, but still be off by like the value of two or three cars, <laughs> like. Like two or three new cars off the lot mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow. Uh, but congrats, Sean. You really did it, man. I did it. Thank you. <clears throat> and uh, that's everything we had for this episode as far as questions are concerned. Yes, right, it Rich? was. That was the last thing. So, guys, we don't have a take for this week's episode uh, because we actually, uh, I, I secured this not too long before this episode, uh, secured a, a sponsorship for this week's episode of Brose. Now, as you guys know, um, with lockdown restrictions loosening up here in Philadelphia and with, you know, everything across the country, a lot of local businesses that had to shutter uh, their business or limit their operations over the last year plus during the pandemic um, are opening their doors to customers again, uh, letting people back in in greater capacities. Um, and that includes a, a particular mom and pop shop that we were lucky enough to call uh, friends of the show uh, back when we started. Uh, and after 15 months, uh, they are ready to reintroduce themselves to our listeners. Um, although I, I do want to let you guys know that I have a source in the industry uh, that tells me that their shutdown had less to do with the pandemic and uh, was more so caused by what was described to me as, quote, human resources Chernobyl, unquote. Um, so uh, obviously that gave me some pause. Uh, I wanted to run this past you, but honestly, this company supported Brose when we were just starting out and I felt the only right thing to do is for us to help them out now uh, when they're they're get them back on their feet now that they need us. So uh, I am very pleased to announce <clears throat> that this episode of Brose is brought to you by Bubba's Brews and Booze. That's right. Bubba's Brews and Booze, formerly known as Bubba's Brews and Boobs. We have a new br- brand new name and a brand new HR department. Those facts are unrelated and our name isn't the only thing that's new. Come on down to our new location at the quarter of Broad and Intrepid. That's right. Bubba's Brews and Booze is now located at the Naval Yard. God bless the troops. A new name, a new location, and a brand spanking new menu. Complete with all your favorites. Wings, beer, and now, wing beer. The recipe's a secret, but trust us, it's not just Michelob Ultra with a chicken bone inside. Why would you ask? And if beer's not your thing, get bent put. I mean, if beer's not your thing, try out a refreshing new hard seltzer. That's right, Bubba's Hard Seltzer, combining the worst kind of booze with the worst kind of water. It's summer in a can! With our new waterfront location, reel in our expanded seafood menu with all your favorites. Grilled sunfish, beer-battered sunfish, blackened sunfish, sunfish ceviche. We can't stop catching sunfish. Someone please teach us how to fish. (laughs) Pair your sunfish with our famous crab fries, an original creation. Pay $20 for a handful of french fries with a dusting of Old Bay seasoning and a thimble of unnervingly nondescript cheese. What a deal! And no trip to Bubba's is complete without sports. Catch the Sixers playoff run on our patent-pending room screen. We've transformed every wall, every table, and every square foot of Bubba's into one gigantic TV screen. 
Eat your heart out, Elon Jobs Gates. You're fucking nerds. Whatever you do, just don't touch anything. Bubba's is also still the proud supporter of the Mac and the Squid Morning Show. Bail Fund. Bubba's is donating 10% of proceeds to Mac and the Squid's legal defense fund. Because as the squid always says, if you're a cop, you have to tell me. And if you see that bu your, their buddy Sluggo, make sure to give him the phrase that pays. And then punch him in the face for being a narc. Get out of the heat and cool down at Bubba's. Voted number one in Philly Mag's bar that's most likely a front, six years running. That's Bubba's Brews and Booze. Bubba's Brews and Booze. My wife left me. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad they came back. I feel bad for Bubba and yeah. his wife, but you know it's good to see a nice local business building back up the clientele. They're back, man. They're back. Uh, and, and, like, like a lot of places couldn't couldn't survive, but somehow their balance sheet uh, managed to weather the storm of 15 months of no revenue, plus what I can only assume are just incomprehensible legal expenses from whatever happened. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just nice to see somebody reinvent themselves. And yeah. You know, it's it's good to see the good guys win once in a while. And Sean, you can tell us about their old uh, HR company because you had them when you uh, broke your dicks. So yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, uh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. We, I legally am not allowed to discuss them. <laughs> OK, OK. It's true. It's a very, very airtight NDA that you had. Uh, Sean, if people want to ask you about the NDA, though, where can they find you on Twitter? At hey, it's SOB. How about you, Rich? At B underscore walnuts. And you, Tim. At Tim R. Hansen. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Instagram at Brose podcast. And it's on, excuse me, Instagram on Brose underscore podcast and Facebook at Brose podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions on a weekly basis. Thank you again for that. Uh, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. That's V-O-G-E-L. Or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to his music at the Free Music Archive. And a huge thanks uh, to <clears throat> Sean, you have to help me out if I get the Tease. Tease. Therese. Riley. <laughs> Tess Riley, uh, who may or may not exist, uh, but certainly did a bang up job for us uh, in our last couple episodes, is helping us out by, uh, by doing our, our editing and mixing. Uh, for the show so she did our last two episodes uh, from the ones that you're listening to now uh, and we greatly appreciate it mm -hmm. yeah so special thanks to her shout outs boom done bang uh, let's move on to the plugs uh, Rich what's going on with PodQuest uh, check out PodQuest and Nerdy Roundtable where uh, we talk about that week's inner news and stuff um, at this point, I am done my Godzilla marathon, and honestly, most likely, probably not on the show anymore unless they talk me into it. But there's no animosity towards them, and keep on listening to it. Uh, breaking moves here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quitting the other podcast. <laughs> Did you do it on the air? I, I, mean, it, I don't know if you're going to get I, into it and tell tales out of school here on the Breaking uh, Podcast. At this point, it has not happened yet. So my last episode is going to be this the, the Wednesday after we record this. Uh -huh. um, they don't know unless they listen to this show because I did mention it about three months ago. So this is kind of like a dare, like you're, you're, you're like you're daring them to see if they actually listen to your other uh, your other podcast. No, it's I, I, I we talked about it in uh, in a little bit before. I haven't been having fun on the show, and it's a three plus hour a week dedication that I just can't do anymore. I'm willing to do about a half hour to forty five minutes a week, mm. but I can't do three hours a week anymore. So like a correspondence piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be like on location for mm -hmm. being like, oh, Rich is here with our yeah. with our Godzilla report. And yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, look, it's a lizard. Jesus Christ. And exactly. Then, uh, yeah. And then they just kick it back to the studio. Uh, Sean, uh, would you like to talk to us about your new gig on the PodQuest pod? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or you could talk to us about your Frisbees. Oh, my Frisbees. Uh, you can find me everywhere at OB Disc Golf, except... Instagram, where it's ob underscore disc golf, and it's getting nice out, so I can go out and film again. So you can look forward to some new videos as I post them whenever I feel like it. There you go. And and Tim, uh, Greg and Gene Person, 
from the person in person podcast. They're just swell fellas, aren't they? There's there's some swell bros unrelated to the Brose podcast. Uh, if you're after a new show, but you hate new shows, this is the perfect new show for people who hate new shows by people who hate new shows. Um, great, great, great guys. Hilarious sense of humor. Uh, even if their puns are not Richie's flavor of humor. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm like five episodes behind. I'm slacking. I'm, le- I'm letting them down. They they uh they didn't have an episode this past week, so you're probably not as far behind as you think. Yeah, I know. The, and the, the what they did put out last week is like a a, a message to our Tims. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with that, reminds so, me, I have, to, I have to call Gene. That sound means that the, the round is over. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're just simply out of time. We're gonna kick it to commercial. But before we do, say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everyone. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Rich, the, the other guys, if they end PodQuest, are they looking for like a like somebody else looking for a gig? Because we might need a fourth. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why? We'll talk. We'll talk about it later. No reason. Uh, my name is Matt Kaz, and I'm reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I added like 45 minutes to the show somehow. All right. Uh...